Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Father Andrew Mattingly. I am a Catholic priest in Kansas City, Missouri, and this is a podcast where I post homilies and random other stuff that I might teach or speak about. Hope you find something useful and maybe even inspiring. God bless you. Today is the Feast of St. John of the Cross, who's known as the mystical doctor of the Church. It's uh, widely accepted that no one in the history of the Church has described better than John of the Cross, in other words, described in writing, uh, the different stages that someone passes through on the way to what's often called the transforming union which is sort of the highest possible state of union with God in this life, this side of heaven. And uh, it's pretty much accepted by, by most that John of the Cross is the, the greatest place to look if you want the most succinct and detailed um, and accurate description uh, of the different stages that people pass through. Some people will point to Teresa of Avila as well and a couple others, but John of the Cross seems to sort of carry the, carry the candle. Some of his more famous works that some of you maybe have heard of before would be The Dark Night of the Soul, The Ascent of Mount Carmel. Um, he has a number of small works of poetry and as sort of a side, I guess, uh, you know, thing for, for his feather that he can stick in his hat. He's, he's, he's also widely recognized by um, scholars of Spanish uh, poetry to be the greatest poet in, ever in the Spanish language. Um, even though he doesn't have very many poems, um, they're relatively few, he's recognized as sort of the, the greatest uh, poet in the Spanish language. Um, he died not particularly old. He died in 1591. Um, he was about 49 years old at the time, and he had worked with Teresa of Avila to reform the Carmelite order in Spain. Uh, because of that, he suffered uh, a great deal. At one point he was even imprisoned for nine months by his own Carmelite brothers who did not want to be reformed. <laughs> they wanted to continue living their relatively comfortable uh, religious life at the time. And so they imprisoned him literally in a cell for, for nine months. Um, the only light that came into the cell was from like a two-inch little opening above the door. So for nine months he had no sunlight. He just had that two inch opening in the winter time. It got so cold in his cell that the, the skin of his toes peeled off because of frostbite. I mean, it was, it was pretty intense suffering. Um, there are other things that they did um, to him in this imprisonment, his so-called brothers <laughs> in the religious life, which, which I won't go into, but you're welcome to, uh, to look it up if you'd like. Um, so that just gives you a, a little glimpse of him. And by the time that he entered into this particular moment of suffering in his life, he was already well advanced in the spiritual life, in holiness. So he took all of it with cheerfulness and serenity and peace, um, which uh, I definitely would not be able to do uh, if I was suffering frostbite and all sorts of other, <laughs> all sorts of other things. Um, but John was already well advanced along the road to holiness. Um, so if I would hold out one thing to all of you today that's um, maybe an important takeaway from his life, I think very few Catholics are really familiar at all with sort of the, the beautiful landscape and expanse 
of the stages of the spiritual life. Um, many Catholics, I think, have a very narrow understanding of what the Christian life uh, looks like. It's like, okay, I get to a point in my life where I'm not committing big sins and I'm trying to like love my neighbor and have a regular prayer life and that's more or less like sort of the pinnacle of like, <laughs> you know, what, what I see in the saints is sort of this very, very unusual thing that's, you know, not for me. It's just not the case. Like, if you're baptized, the Lord calls everyone to the transforming union, as it's called, in this life. Um, and so I think it's important to have some familiarity with the stages you pass through. Uh, and John of the Cross is the greatest writer. So if you want, you can dive into him. If you want something a little more accessible, I think a good starting point, although it's still pretty substantive, is a book called The Fulfillment of All Desire by Dr. Ralph Martin, which is a good summary of the stages of the spiritual life. And he pulls a lot from John of the Cross and Teresa of Avila and other writers. Um, so if you're interested, uh, if you want some familiarity with literally what God wants for you in this life, um, and to, to see what that looks like, um, to move through these different stages or mansions as Teresa describes them, uh, that would be a good book. Um, to start with, The Fulfillment of All Desire by, by Ralph Martin. And uh, yeah, on this Feast of John the Cross, we just ask his intercession um, to help us, first of all, to really want that, to not be content with, with settling for just sort of sneaking into heaven, if you will, um, but to really want uh, to become a saint. Um, and for his grace to really be enlightened, to understand what needs to be done to move through these, these stages.